Hey everyone, welcome to the Daniel Perez podcast. I have a great guest here, Heather Thatcher. Heather, very nice to have you on. Thank you so much for having me here, Daniel. I'm really excited. Awesome. So Heather, uh, you're in the uh, uh, marketing strategy space. You are uh, highly skilled in terms of uh, copywriting, marketing strategy, getting your message out there. Uh, walk us through how you got your own message out there and, and, and kind of utilizing this yourself uh, to, to where you are right now. Absolutely. So in 2015, when I decided to start an online business, I was a registered nurse working in an ICU. And I was seeing that a lot of people were in the ICU because of diseases and illnesses that could have been prevented if they knew how to better manage their stress. And so I got out of the reactive side of medicine into the proactive side, started helping people manage their stress from the source, which often came down to mindset. And then after a number of people went through my mindset reboot program, they started asking me, can you show me how to do what you do? I want to start my own online business. And I was like, <laughs> Okay, so took a couple of people on one on one for a little bit, figured out the process and discovered that I was really good at messaging and marketing strategy because when I started my business, I knew nothing about this. And my super type A personality started testing everything. And then I realized that a lot of the marketing could be applied to some of the strategies and medical models that I was using to help people make positive change in their life. So when I started applying the trans-theoretical model of change to marketing messaging, whoo, everything exploded and completely changed for so, so many different businesses. That, that's awesome. And, and I like what you said there. You basically combined what you're passionate about uh, to, to some of your skill sets. And that's really the, the, the bottom line. That's, that's kind of how you come up with your, your own niche and, and what you're really good at. Um, I also like that what you said, is, you know, in the medical field, and kind of understanding their process or how you handle things um, can be utilized in other areas. Um, I, you know, I mentioned this to, to a client once, you know, you could take uh, plumbing, for example, and, and take how, uh, you know, let's just say the plumbing strategy and how, how all those systems work and utilize it for your business. You just have to see things a little bit differently. Um, so, so I really like that. So, um, so now that you've gotten your own message out there, um, and you're and you're helping others. Uh, walk us through, you know, why why get, getting the right message out there is important. Why why have strong copy? Why why can't I just you know figure this out on my own or just you know do some research and 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 write my own words out there uh, instead of instead of bringing a professional like yourself in, into the picture. So I think there's a combination that needs to happen because truly you can become your best copywriter if you're willing to get into some of the testing phases and willing to put in the work at the beginning. Because what I see is a lot of people are, they think that they're doing niche marketing, but they're still speaking to everybody and they're still really struggling to bring their people in. And so when you can really get into your niche, but not... I, like so many people talk about their niche worried about what they buy at Starbucks and where they shop and all of those different pieces that doesn't matter. Truly, it doesn't matter because you need to get under underneath that surface level content, understand their emotional struggles and pain points from a really deep level. And when you can systemize that and then start to build your know, like, and trust around that space, that's where everything changes. So if you're willing to dive in and really get to know your audience you can become the best copywriter for your business. You don't necessarily have to pay thousands of dollars to somebody else to hire that out. 
Uh, you're not supposed to say that, are you? Aren't you supposed <laughs> to you're supposed to hire you? <laughs> so you know what? I really like doing marketing strategy sessions with people. So that way I can show them, you can do this. Mm. If you don't have the time, absolutely. Then you need <laughs> to hire out. But if you have some time to really dig into that, I mm. promise you, you're going to be better at it than I will. Because right. you're, you know your person better than I do. You know who you're trying to help. So mm. you and, can do and, a better job than I can. And, and that's great. And, and I, I really like your, uh, uh, you know, the genuine attitude that you have in terms of, look, you, you can do this, you know, for, for our listeners who are, you know, starting off their, their own business, um, or even just trying to expand, um, you, you can understand your audience better. So what are your recommendations of saying, okay, I, let's say I work typically with, um, with web designers for, for, for argument's sake, right? Well, how could I just say, okay, how could I better understand web designers or how could I better understand uh, coaches or how could I better understand, um, you know, uh, advertising agencies? How could I better understand my audience um, to where it's, it's effective and I'm actually getting the right pieces of information? So taking a look at all those different broad audiences that you brought up is a really good place to start because the needs of a advertising agency is going to be a lot different. They have more money to spend. It's time that there's main, their main villain is. They need it to be working quickly. They're more worried about that kind of productivity element. For a brand new solo entrepreneur that's looking into web design, they need it to be easy. They need it to be not overwhelming. And then they need it to be cheap because that's not something which you're gonna prioritize right at the beginning of your business. So digging into the first layer of their problem, which is their villain. So the Donald Miller building a story brand framework works really well for understanding your customer's pain points. And so the top level there is the villain. And so that's where you need to identify the one thing that you can rally your audience against. Because if you can create this movement around a villain, it's gonna be so much easier to write your copy because you're not going to be like, oh, website is really beneficial for your business. You're going to be like, tech overwhelm sucks. I want to make it so that you also don't feel like you need to throw your computer out the window. Mm. So follow me. I'm going to give you easy tips to make it possible when you're not a programmer. So that speaks to a whole different person. And that speaks to the emotional side of their buying brain. So that's going to bring them into your space. That's amazing. And, and I like what you talked about, you know, building that space and, and kind of really building that community. Um, you know, how, how have, you know, whether it's clients you've worked with or what you've seen out there uh, in, in terms of case studies, how have you seen people grow their community, but, but also not, not make it too much about uh, just to recruit people in and to have people and, and to just, you know, I don't know, have, have things go around in that specific community, but, but really like, look, I'm, I'm bringing this community in because we're all on the same mission. So how do you, how do you get that message across uh, without coming off the wrong way? Great question. So permission-based marketing that meets people where they're at in their stages of readiness to buy or to change is really important because if we, if we're problem solvers, that's what marketers are. We're trying to solve the problem. But if we give them steps that are too far ahead of where they're at, they're going to see you up on this pedestal and, oh, I'm not ready for that yet. But then also, if you can give them messaging that really meets them where they're at and then shows that you understand the process to get them to where they want, how to close that gap, which is where you position your offer, it changes everything. So coming back to web design, let's say you're 
your audience is that solo entrepreneur that's really worried about the tech. And so a lot of your marketing at that point will rally them around the villain of how overwhelming it can be to manage a WordPress site. And so you're going to be giving them information that shows how much things have changed from five years ago till now, because even if you're starting web design right now and you're just like, Oh, this is really complicated. If you tried it five years ago, you'd be like, Oh, this is really complicated. So it's getting a lot easier. And so if you can put that out there to be like, it's a lot easier than you think, and it's getting easier every day. So that kind of messaging is really empowering. You're just like, okay, maybe I can do this. I don't need to wait until I can afford $10,000 to pay somebody to design my website for me. So giving them permission to feel the way that they do, and then also empowering them to know that something is possible for them and that they can do it themselves, that creates a completely different movement. And so that's when you're positioning yourself as someone that can help them through it rather than do it for them. Yeah. That's a completely different sales strategy. For sure. And so to help them close that gap, what you can do is create a four pillar messaging system. So when you think about where they are right now and then what they want, what are the four main things that they need to do to be able to get there? And so then you break those down into four main categories and then it allows you to talk on your social media. It allows you to talk on your podcast or your blog or your YouTube channel in a way that pre-sells your offer without sounding like you're selling. So for example, for that web design company, uh, one of the first things which you probably need to have figured out is your messaging. And so that'll be pillar one. So then on one of your social media posts, you'll say, before you design your website, you have to know who you're trying to sell to. And that's why pillar one of the website design framework is about clarifying your messaging. We're going to walk you through every step of that. Do you know what your messaging is all about yet? Do you feel confident in your messaging? And there's your caption for that social media post. So that way you're talking about your business, you're talking about your framework, which then gives people that logical step, but you're also speaking to the emotional side. So now you're attacking both sides of their buying brain, the emotional brain, and then the logic brain that comes in to verify that this is a good plan. And it makes it really easy when you open up your doors because people have already heard the name of your program. They already know that you've got a logical step-by-step -step system and they already know that you understand them on an emotional level. So you're really set when you open those doors. I really like that. And I like what you said about, you know, four pillars and, you know, you can, you can break it down. Um, uh, however it, you like, you know, how, however many numbers, if you have a lot of things you'd like to share, uh, but certainly concising it uh, to, you know, at least three to five uh, points. Um, but, but the, that four pillar system, I'm sure works wonders for your clients. So um, in terms of, uh, you know, getting out the message, right, and, and talking to people about uh, your, basically your system, right? How do you get out the message? Um, and this is like, this is gonna be a difficult question, but how do you get out the message, but not, but, but in a way not give, you know, the entire cookie jar, but, and kind of say to them, hey, look, I'm gonna give you the message, um, and I want you to really participate, I wanna add as much value, but I also want you to understand, like, there's a lot of accountability that's going to be on my side. There's going to be a lot of uh, consulting on my end. So, so how do you do that by, by really saying to people, look, not saying you're not going to give all the value, but, but you also want them to understand, like, you kind of need me, whoever that person is, to, to work through all this. How, how do you get that message across? Great question. So that's where that transtheoretical model of change comes in. So before somebody is ready to make a change or ready to buy, they move through five stages. 
pre-contemplation is the first stage. And that's where they've got their head in the sand. They're not really open to an idea or looking for anything new. So for the solopreneur survival guide, that's where they're the dreamer. They want to start a business. They have no idea who they're going to serve, what they're going to do. It's just like really open there. The next stage is contemplation. This is where they're like, well, let's see what's out there. This is where you're going to be meeting people on social media in this contemplation stage. So they're just testing the waters, kind of like feeling it out, seeing who's out there, who they want to learn from. And so this is called the builder. This is where they're starting to build on that dream and starting to kind of work into the different aspects of what do I want to build a business around? What do I need to know? And so in that social media stage, that's what you're educating them on. That's where your how-to content should be around. What do you need to know? What beliefs do you currently have that aren't serving you? And one of the biggest ones is that, oh, I need to learn more information before I'm ready to start. Action brings clarity. As you know, in entrepreneurship, you have to get started because otherwise you're going to just like stay stuck in nerdy research mode and never learn how to make this work. So that's what that contemplation phase is all about. Helping them realize that they have a problem helping them realize and rewrite the beliefs that aren't serving them and teaching them what your process is. That's what really will help move them into the next phase, which is preparation. And so your preparation phase offers could be your launch sequence. So it could be a challenge or a video series or some webinars. You could also do a low cost membership site for your preparation phase. That works really well to prepare people to buy for those high ticket offers. Because when we talk about marketing, we often talk about, you know, giving them what they want, selling them what they need. And you often know what the bigger problem is, but people aren't ready for that yet. So that's where your preparation content is in there. You're giving them how-to content that you can absolutely monetize with some low-cost workshops, like one-to-many offerings, that kind of thing can work really well for a preparation offer. And then your action step, that's when they're ready to buy that high-ticket item. And so by working through the preparation, they're getting those smaller wins, they're seeing that they can learn from you and that they can be successful with this, that they're getting the results they want. So then when you pitch that higher-ticket offer, they're just like, here's my credit card, let's do this. And so then the last stage is the maintenance mode. And so this is where a backend membership site can work really well for you. Um, online communities after the main offer or even a next level offer to take it to an even deeper space for the transformation. So understanding those five stages and knowing where to meet people is really important because then you're not giving somebody an action level opt-in that they're going to download because they know that that's going to help them fix their problem, but it's going to collect digital dust on their computer because they're never going to do it because they're not ready yet. So your job really in those early stages of meeting somebody is to help them realize that they have a problem, that there is a solution to fix it, and that internally they want to fix it. So that's where your marketing really needs to be centered around for your opt-ins and social media. That, that's great. I, I love it. Chop full of stuff right there. There's a lot of golden nuggets that, that Heather threw there. Um, and, and I'm sure this is going to be her, her elite golden nugget that she's going to throw out. But I'm, uh, I'm, I'm very curious to hear how you, Heather, would give a recommendation. Uh, obviously, you work uh, with solopreneurs, people who are starting uh, or looking to scale their business. Um, what, what would be that one actionable step that you would do to you know, whether it's getting the right message out of your business or uh, having the right copy um, or, or having a, a, a strong, uh, substantial marketing strategy to at least, you know, get things going and, and move forward. 
what would, what would, you know, out of those things, what would be the one actionable step you, you would recommend to entrepreneurs right now that they could do? So one thing which I'd recommend you do is because niching down is really scary. So what I recommend you do is have a niche topic that you know you can apply to multiple different markets and then pick your first niche demographic because your action level program can be applicable to multiple demographics if you want it to be. And that's a really easy way to scale your business. And so if you start by picking your niche topic, pick your first niche target demographic, it's a lot less scary to niche down because you know that this is just where I'm starting with. So I can narrow this down really tiny knowing that I'll be able to market that to other places later. Mm. Now, now I'm gonna I'm gonna ask a follow up question on that. Yeah, go for it. But so, so let's say um, your your niche, and you know, I'm gonna use you as an example, right? So you're focused on messaging, copywriting, and marketing strategy. Um, the the target market, right? The demographic that you're saying, and we can get into other things like psychographics, all that stuff. But the demographic, right? What what basically, <clears throat> what is their industry? What's their job? What what do they do? Uh, those types of things. How old are they? You know that sort of stuff. What, what happens if you, if you do that on a, let's say in a public way, you know, through Facebook or through uh, Instagram, you know, how do you, how do you get that message across? Um, but, but also not neglecting anything else that may come your way. Um, Cause now you're focused on this demographic, you know, how do you, how do you prospect or grow that way? Um, you know, without like getting, getting the, those lost, that lost revenue uh, from other potential clients. So because you're speaking to your niche topic, even though you're targeting originally to this little audience, there will be other people that find you. And just because I've chosen my, my first niche for the entrepreneur space to be solo entrepreneurs early in their business, there have been lots of ex- like well-established entrepreneurs coming to me for messaging help. Mm-hmm. So just because you've chosen a smaller niche to start with doesn't mean that you can't help anybody that's out of their niche. If they're coming to you, they're still going to come to you because of your higher level offer. And to be honest, my action level offer has nothing to do with messaging or copywriting. Mm. That's my preparation level offer. And Mm. so that's this market that I'm in here is bringing people up to that same mindset reboot program because all entrepreneurs also need to overcome negative self-talk imposter syndrome if they want to really become very successful. Mm. But the solo entrepreneurs, before they're ready to do that, and so many other entrepreneurs before they're ready to do that, need to have a website, need to have their messaging figured out, need to be starting to make some money. So that way they can realize that, okay, this is the next block I need to remove. So really niching down this way is still gonna bring in lots of other people, but it's going to just really, really help you cut through the noise a lot faster. That, that makes that makes a lot of sense. I really appreciate that. So, uh, so if you heard that for for our listeners, uh, th- again, <laughs> a lot of golden nuggets. But but you have uh, you know focusing on a demographic, and don't be scared. You know, it's just you're just saying, hey, look, you know, if your demographic are is realtors, you know, fine, focus on realtors. Uh, don't be scared about you know whether you're missing out on other opportunities. And then if if the opportunity comes where let's say you know whatever lawyers another occupation or, or uh, target market comes in, don't, don't be scared of that and don't say, hey, you know, go fly a kite. Um, introduce yes. your, introduce your, your message, introduce that. Um, and, and, and like you said, just, just take action with your message and things will come your way. So I really like that, Heather. And uh, 
really, I, it's been a pleasure having you on. You're, you're really like full of uh, uh, a lot of information. You're not holding anything back. Um, and basically you said you don't have to, you don't have to hire you. So we're good. Yeah, exactly. Take this and run with it. <laughs> no, but really, uh, if you want to find Heather Thatcher, uh, you can, you can find her on a couple of other uh, platforms. You can also find her at the, uh, uh, uh solopreneur survival guide. Um, uh, that's, that's your Instagram, uh, Heather, where else can people find you or how can they reach out to you? Uh, the next phase that I'd recommend you go to is my website. It's heatherthatcher.com. There is lots of great free resources on there. I also have a free business course on there, which talks about a lot. The first two seasons talk about everything which we talked about here and much more in depth. So I recommend going and checking that out. Awesome. Heather, thank you so much for being on here and uh, looking forward to having you again. Thank you so much, Daniel. I really appreciate it. It was a great time. Awesome. Thank you for listening, everyone.